Hey, everybody. How you doing, guys? <laughs> How you doing, guys? My name is David. And, and my name is I'm, I'm, I'm calling in from Singapore. What and the hell, this man? is our formal podcast introduction. We realized that we need to be more structured in our content. So now we have an introduction. Oh, we've yeah, had one so for this- a while, haven't we? Yeah, no, we've been we've been adding them in because we realize we just kind of just go straight into it sometimes, and it makes no sense. Another thing, based on our feedback, is that our sound quality isn't the best. And instead yeah. of being really angry, we decided to buy some microphones. So keep tuning in. Our sound quality is going to get better, maybe. Yeah, it is. Hopefully, man. Hopefully, we spent a lot of money, man. Like that that eight bucks is so much. <laughs> it is no, we spend more money than that. We spend more money. So the introduction, I'm just gonna share a little bit more what this episode is all about so you kind of know what's coming up. So we're gonna talk about uh client horror stories. And I think we're trying to make this a thing for most of our episodes. We're gonna be giving away uh something for all our listeners because we know you guys really keep us going and we realize we don't have a lot of great content, so this is a way for you to keep coming back. So we're giving you away we a free thirty consultation, <laughs> free thirty minute consultation to any business owner or entrepreneur or or anyone who's interested uh, on the topic of PR and content for their business. So we'll share, we'll do an assessment, and we'll do a review, and we'll we'll share some next steps on how to be better. And just um, some insights on that. So so Tung recently got a client in the BBC. He's gone in the Straits Times. So he knows his stuff. Yeah, I mean, we work with clients across, I think, currently about seven countries. So um, it's quite exciting. And I think there's a lot of really relevant things that we know about the region as well as outside as well. Awesome. So stay tuned. We'll tell you how to win that. All right, man. Let's just go straight into it right now. All right. All right. So, Dave, why don't you tell us what you're drinking? Because that's how we like to do it. Yeah. So tonight I'm drinking... Johnny Walker Black Label on the rocks. And apparently it's, Tung's not very impressed with this drink, but I don't mind it. It's just, I'm going to wince each time I take a sip though. That's just not, a really like gangster um, nightclub, Chinese nightclub type drink. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta live in Singapore to understand that reference. So um, I'm drinking uh, Eagle Hawk Chardonnay 2013. That's pretty good. It's a white wine. I'm enjoying yep. that quite a lot. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, All right, man. So if you want to hear, no, if you want to know more about the drinks that we're having, it's going to be in the show notes. Dave likes to update that quite a lot, so you'll know all about those drinks. And hopefully, one day we'll get a sponsor, so you'll you'll be drinking the same thing every single time, and we'll be an alcohol. You'll be alcoholics for sure. <laughs> Speaking of alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know the depth of my need to drink alcohol until I started working in an agency, in, in a marketing agency or an advertising agency. I remember yeah. visiting our friend, uh, Perm, uh, what's his name, Perm or Prem? Prem, Prem, yeah. What, was, what agency did he work in again? Did it... you think his name was Perm? Like Perm your hair? No. <laughs> we're gonna listen back to this man it's gonna be really embarrassing for he's you he's gonna be very angry i'm sorry prim we're gonna keep this in man we're gonna keep it in um i i can't remember what agency he worked for man he worked for one of the big uh advertising agencies for sure 
Yeah, and I remember distinctly, this was in Singapore. We went to it and the chairs had like a fridge next to it just full of hard, hard booze, hard liquor. Like there was like absinthe in there, just ready for them to take and drink. And I, and I kept thinking, why would you want that? Until I worked in an agency. Then I realized, okay, you need that. You kind of need that to, to survive one day. And, and guys, a... disclaimer, disclaimer yeah. these are, are uh, these do not reflect the opinions of the brand. This is purely David's opinion because he is, as a, as we mentioned, someone with weak constitution. What <laughs> a weak constitution. No, but now I'm not much. Those were, those were dark days. <laughs> those were dark days. I'm much better now because I'm no longer in agency life. So, Tone, I'm sorry. You are still there. And yeah, that's what yeah. we're going to talk about. About horror stories, working with clients, working in agency, whatever. Do you want to start? No, man, Dave, you go first. I've got I've got some bad ones that I kind of want to keep later because I need to, I need to like drink, drink a little bit if I can share. Yeah. See, there you go, everyone. You're drinking <laughs> water, water. <laughs> I'm really okay. Let me take a sip. Man. All right, before I talk about it, before I talk about a client one, I'll talk about I've had all kinds of odd jobs, all kinds of odd jobs in the past. You know, I've, I've been, I've worked in a, a butcher, I've, I've made sushi, delivered pizzas, I've stacked video games. But there's one, my first internship, and the, the, I just graduated from uni in Brisbane and I couldn't find any job in Australia. So I went to Singapore to look for an internship. And the, my very first internship, it looked like this, I won't name any names, but it looked like a really awesome opportunity, really great. I mean, the content on the website was really cool. They had a great list of clients. And it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. So uh, we had a boss, like on my very first day, um, I was sitting next to a bunch of other interns and the lady just screamed at that, that the girl next to me and she just started crying. And then I was like, okay, this must be, this must be agency life. It's fine. It's fine. I'll be okay. And then when we went to lunch, everyone just instantly, like everyone was just saying their horror stories about the boss. And then the more I got to know the boss, I mean, she, she's done good work, but just some crazy stories. Like she'd, she'd make the employees pay for the electricity bill, for example. Um, another thing she did was she had she had a really distinct smell. I mean, like everyone has a smell. You have a smell tone, like a very. I smell, I smell like lavender. <laughs> I smell like um... baby powder and sadness. <laughs> That's exactly what my girlfriend says. Like, do you, do you smell <laughs> like baby powder and sadness? <laughs> All right, sorry, um, I'm gonna yeah, sidetrack. Yeah, really unique smell. I don't know. And then she had yeah, just uh, the the stories and and the, the reputation she built for just being a crazy ass lady, um, yelling at people, screaming at people, um, being inconsistent. It just really made my my experience in Singapore that that one bit more memorable. I loved it. Um, oh yeah, she take she take. I, I'd see her at the end of the day. She she grab like the newspapers we use uh, in the office, and she take them to the toilet with her. I mean, some people may find that okay, but I don't know. Like, just didn't seem Man. right. 
All right, man. I was gonna ask you to name and shame the agency, but I kind of don't want it right now because I just feel like we're gonna be we're gonna be sued. So we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna stay away from that. But I just want to make it very clear: this wasn't me, and this wasn't my agency that I worked in at that point. I had no connection whatsoever to that story. Just be very clear. I actually worked <laughs> in like a legit agency with people who didn't do that. So yeah. Uh, and you really I mean, love so, you really love your workplaces, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, but I I had different problems, man. I my problems stem from my complete lack of respect for uh, authority. Uh, but no, actually, to be honest, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick most of my stories. I'm gonna stick to um, being about clients, right? So I'm, I'm I can't name and shame. The industry is too small. I've got I've got more on my plate right now. I got to worry about, so I can't really talk about uh, them by name. But I mean, people who work in the industry kind of know who I'm talking about. So maybe I'll go chronologically and really help you guys, uh, like just to start. Um, so we about 10, 11 years ago, I worked uh, in an agency where our biggest client was this technology giant that did, it was a hardware technology giant. Yes, at this point, hardware technology giants were bigger than software technology giants. Um, and they had a team of people on their side that were like, you know, you had worked there for like 15, 20 years, were known for being some of the worst people in the world. By worst, I mean in every single form. They were rude. They took seemed to take pleasure in making people work late for no reason other than the fact that they just wanted to. They like to exert power over agency people. So uh, for some reason, I was put on that account maybe because managers didn't like me, very likely very likely and yeah so i remember i remember one story where we went for a meeting and um the head of the the client side asked me a question and we had prepared so much that i blanked out for a second because the question had nothing to do with anything we prepared so it took me maybe three seconds to really get like to to uh snap back to reality and i i thought i answered the question quite well my boss at that point um told me and told everyone, don't, uh, I don't know what you just said, answer her question and tell her what she needs to know. Like, just like we practice, basically telling me to memorize and, and repeat what he said. She, the client at that point, just looked at my boss and told him to shut up, that I had answered it fine. And for me to carry on putting me between the worst rock and hard place at that point, because she knew what she was doing. She basically was emasculating my boss. My boss was getting red in the face and I was stuck in the middle thinking, yep, this is where I need to leave the company. Uh, yeah, that account went downhill from there. That, I think that was like my first first day on the account. <laughs> did, you, did you stay in the company or did you leave? Uh, I think I left a few months later, but I, I'd already been in the company for almost two years, I think. Yeah, no, it was insane. It was, it was it, every meeting was like that. It felt like we were going in a battle, and it would be like who could, who basically had the biggest stones to stand there and just take it, take it, take the abuse, take the beating every single day. Every single meeting was just abuse. And no matter, we could have done the best job in the world, we're still going to get abused. Like you know, I this this email didn't have a comma in it. What's wrong? I'm just like, all right, I see how this is. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm surprised I didn't leave agency life then on from that point. What about you, man? Like, what else? Like, apart from your apart from your time in Singapore, <laughs> like what are the other stuff that you, you come. Across? 
Um, <clears throat> before I, before I do that, have you ever been a dick of a client? Like, have you ever been the client who was the dick? I've been, I think I've been, I haven't been a dick. I haven't been, ex- I don't think I've expected too much. I think I've just always been very curt and very short with people because I don't have a lot of time. So I, I always try and be polite. But one thing I don't deal with very well is when people don't, can't, not that they can't provide a solution, but they don't seem to know that they need to provide a solution for issues. They just tell you what the problem is and then look at you like you're the expert in their, in their industry. When I, when I need them to tell me what I should be doing or like what we can do to move on from there. So that, that's with anything, man. So I think maybe if you were to ask some of my uh, vendors or people who've uh, sold me products before, I've probably been that dick of a client, for sure. You've probably been one of those passive-aggressive clients. You know, my favorite clients are the ones who CC everyone when they're a bit upset with you. Like they, they'll CC anyone who they think will get mad at you for what you've done. So they don't oh, have to yeah. tell you that you, you, you've messed yeah. up. I got, yeah, I got, you're that guy. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't see everyone. I just let out tell it. <laughs> tell it man. No, no, man. Um, yeah, no, I actually, I, I remember once, um, like, like turning the tables, right. When I was a dick of a client with a guy, a web developer who was building uh, some stuff for me, man, his, yeah. his server went down, right. And I was like, oh, no, everything's offline. So I gave him a call. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I was actually really nice, right? Yeah. He put the phone down on me. So I was like, all right. Like, it's probably urgent. He's doing some stuff. And then I called him back an hour later. And he's like, oh, sorry, I was eating, right? So I told him, like, yes, your service has been down for the last eight hours, right? I didn't know that my, like, we weren't getting emails or anything for eight hours. What can you do? He's like, oh. And then he gives me a call like three hours later and telling me, oh, there's nothing we can do. Don't worry, I'll fix it. Uh, I'll fix it, uh, I think, on Monday because it was like Friday afternoon, his mm. time. He's like, I'll, I'll fix it on Monday. Oh, I think so I was like, in Singapore when you were talking to him on the phone. I remember that. You were, you were abusive, man. I was abusive. <laughs> no, you just sounded pissed. Like, you just sounded... I think, uh, was yeah. that when I was there in Singapore? Yeah. No, but the thing is, I think I made cry some of the things i said so yeah i was definitely the dick person but it was more like i mean it's really important to me that my stuff was working and it's not like i wasn't paying i was paying for this like it's not like i was free but like yeah have you ever been so pissed that you've done an all caps email or message slack message or something oh yeah once just once once in the last two and a half years that running sync man i did that once that was my bad i shouldn't have done that I apologize, brother, for that. Because I think you I apologize just... in all caps. I'm no. sorry. No, I, I sent I sent a personal message, man. It was really bad. Like my team, like my team didn't deserve it. Like they did wrong, but they also didn't deserve me saying that, right? So, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I Dave, thanks, thanks for bringing all this stuff up, man, and making me <laughs> look like a bad. This is about client horror stories, man. Sorry, but I've never done an all caps. I've done exclamation points and question marks, like, and I've said I've sworn in in messages. That that's that's yeah, all I, I, I swear, every, I swear every five minutes. So that's not a big deal. No one, no one really takes that seriously anymore. But like when you uh, say when you have three exclamation points in a row, exclamation points, exclamation mark, exclamation marks in a row, exclamation mark, man, yeah. So English is the first language, yeah. <laughs> sure. No, actually, it isn't. 
<laughs> oh man, you just left the door open for so many really like non, not appropriate statements from me. I'm just gonna keep really quiet, man. It's just you can't say stuff like that. Um, yeah, no. Stay, stay, stay. All right, I think I think we got sidetracked, man. Why don't you just tell me okay. more about like like your your plan yeah. stuff? Like, tell, give me one more so, horror story. But... So, um, so for those of you who don't know, I helped. I was a co-owner of a digital marketing agency, and and I was there from the very early days. So we start. We were helping a lot of small businesses, and the the challenge with small businesses is they invest what they have in you, and if you don't get them results i mean you're playing with not playing with but you're using the money that they that they barely have and we had this one client um he was he was he was a good guy but then he just expected he thought we were like pretty much his employees so he'd rock up every day he'd sit by our computers and just um when he wanted to make changes to for example a copy in a website he'd sit next to us and 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 and, uh and make us change things word by word. And then him and his business partner would kind of just be there. But they, they were good guys, but just, just really old fashioned. And I, and I, I became so influenced and, and kind of, can you say traumatized? I don't know, by him that I started having nightmares about him. So I had this one nightmare where I was in a bathtub with him and he was just shitting all over the bathtub. And then, and then I was screaming, and he was he was just shitting in the bathroom. Whoever can interpret dreams, send us a message. Tell me what it means. And then I told told my business partners about this, and they just laughed. And then they told the client about this, and the client just laughed. Um, this <laughs> game is really bad, man. <laughs> and the client just laughed. And then he had heaps of crazy ideas, like he and then he way to do these photo shoots and, and stuff and we needed the money and then we just he was a good guy so we wanted to help him out as well but it, it was a lot to, to take on but sadly though um yeah he, he was older he was a bit of an older gentleman and yeah he ended up in in um with some mental health issues and he had to be taken away so that was that was pretty tragic oh man that's... sorry to end. <laughs> sorry to end it up on that yeah, yeah, he was like yeah. Your choice of stories is just like really harsh, man. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so like, and, 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 and then he was he was he was hospitalized, and he died. So what he did he do? No, no, he did. I, I last I heard of it, he didn't. But he, he was pretty sad. But he was a good guy, but just lots of laughs from him, and, and just crazy experiences like that. Especially when you're starting off, you can't say no to everyone. And when you need to help, and you go above and beyond for everyone, so a lot of crazy stories. So that that's one that just comes to my mind. How about you, man? Well, I I deal with a lot of misconception because my industry is really like it it's it's broad. So like PR and, and content's really broad, but it's a lot of misconceptions, man. To be really honest, so that's where I get most of my horror stories from. So again, it's not from people who are being malicious. It's from people who just don't know and just expect different things. Like we do like a entry-level package, right? So it's really low cost, but really easy. And it's really effective for companies kind of want to start something, but don't have the budget to run something really big, but they want to start something. So we do that package and the client would just call us and say, okay, cool. Now I need you to handle this. And just the scope of work would increase tenfold. And we'd be like, did you read the proposal before signing the contract? Like, did you sign, did you read the contract terms? Because this is not within the contract terms. And then that would always lead like there was always like 
escalate into bigger things because we're, so education is a huge issue in my industry. So that's where we get most of our stories from. I mean, I'll give you an example, right? So like I had this um, really long meeting with this guy who's running like a multi-million dollar business across, I think six markets in Asia. And like he was based in Singapore, but like, you know, he spends like 50% of his time in Jakarta and everywhere else. And it was really interesting. So, uh, and he had some really cool ideas on what he wanted to do, right? His industry is quite niche. So we were like, okay, this is, this is actually a little bit different for us. So we're going to, we're going to build something for you. So we put a lot of effort into it because the conversation was really good. The follow-up is really good. We were aligned on what we wanted to do. And so we gave him a budget, right? And and again, we we even like discounted the budget heavily. We said, hey, we're going to include a bunch of stuff for free. And we're going to give you, we're going to basically do a medium-sized budget for you because like, you told me there's a little bit of cost constraints, right? And it's the first time that you're doing it. So you got to sell it to the board. I'm like, we'll, we'll, we'll get it done for six months and then we can rediscuss the budget later. Because we always take, we always take a, we take a, we take a gamble on some clients that we see a lot of potential in and he got the proposal and he was like, he, he's like, he calls me and says, is this, did you, did you make a mistake with the number? I'm like, what do you mean? Right. I thought, okay, maybe I added something wrong or like my team got a couple of numbers wrong here and there. So I looked through, right. And I said, no, I, the numbers, the numbers fine. Right. He's like, I expected it'd be like, you know, you take away one of the zeros at the end. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> so from like, from this way this way from just it was it wasn't a lot right it was a four figure sum per month but not a high four figure sum like he wanted to be less than a thousand a month for six markets right i was like whoa so just putting putting in context in any industry if you're doing a multi-market campaign if for my industry doing a multi-market campaign uh nobody got out of bed for more for less than like twenty five thousand dollars a month Right. And we're, we're, we're able, because we, we have new process and stuff. So we've, we work with a lot of clients that can't afford $25,000 a month. So we work with them on lower costs. So there's a few trade-offs here and there, some uh, changes in how we do things, but the outcomes are very similar, right? It's really good. Man, it was, it was the most depressing meeting. It was the most depressing post proposal conversation I've ever had with somebody. Right. Cause I was like, this is really cool. What you're doing is really cool. But to think that we, it's not enough to pay for my interns. Let's put it that way. It's not in what term? Sorry, just cut out. Oh, it wasn't like the, the budget he was proposing wasn't enough to pay for my interns time. Yeah, right. man. That um, we, we, have you ever cried from a client? Like, have you ever been so stressed that you cried? Oh, remember the first client I told you that technology client, hardware guy? Hardware, yeah. Uh, man, I, I used to have nightmares too, man. I used to dream about... <laughs> Really, really I, I, about the products, I can't tell you what the products are because it's really easy to figure out who they are to tell you the products. But I should dream about their products, man. It was really bad because they were nightmares as well. <laughs> so, what like, happened to nightmares? I, I, had a, I had a dream about this, and people would look at me like I'm crazy. So, what, is, what is it? So, if you're a dream interpreter and you're listening, comment or sh hit us up. Tell us what you think this means. Do you, are you happy to share it? Yeah, yeah, man. Just tell, just tell us what, tell us whether we're crazy. That's, I think that's what we want to know. Well, what happened to midnight, man? Man, do you, do you want to share it? Oh, the night, man. It, it wasn't, it wasn't scary. It wouldn't have been scary to anybody watching it from like from a third party perspective, right? If you're watching a TV show, this would be like, oh, this is really boring. It was scary for me because it was like every day, every part of my life, there were the products were just all around me, and they were like. <laughs> uh talking to me and they were just like in my dreams man 
it's it's like it's basically like if you if you don't like asparagus and <laughs> you wake up one day and there's asparagus everywhere again it's not doing anything it's just there on your plate in the toilet <laughs> in your in your wallet in your pockets just asparagus asparagus i was i was terrified that's awesome yeah man that's, that's, <laughs> that's the impact kind so, uh, experiences can have on people man in agencies i think in anywhere right because the same thing can be transplanted from client to like you know stakeholders within your company partners that you work with that you know have leverage over you right and anybody who has leverage as an employee can, you can have nightmares sorry even as an employee you can develop nightmares and yeah, no, I think anybody that has leverage over you, right, can put you in that position if if they don't, if they're if they're if they're malicious or if they don't know what they're doing, right? Would you have any advice for anyone in that position? Yeah, man, just get mental health help, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, Sorry, I shouldn't have laughed at that. That's not funny. Yeah, you shouldn't, man. It's terrible. You should also maybe like you know don't start drinking too quickly. Like give yourself a couple of years to then you recover to try and see to power through it. I, but I think the most most thing the the most important thing that I would I would suggest because this hasn't worked for me all the time. I'll be very honest with you. It's not it's not gone well sometimes. Is I would talk to the person who's really causing me this issue, right? If yeah. if it's not my fault or like if it's if it's out of my control, I would talk to them. I would try and communicate better which is part of my job. Yeah. That's what I would do, man. What would you do, dude? What would you suggest? Um, yeah, there's obviously, I, I like what you said about confronting the person, but it could be very scary for many people. Uh, one thing I would ask is, is it even worth it? Is, is it worth putting up with this for? And just assess whether what happens if you, if you let that client go, if you, let, if you quit that job, what's the worst case scenario? Um, when we were starting our agency, we had some, some business analysts kind of look, look through our books and we realized that, um, we were actually, we, we pretty much could have just been paying our clients money because the amount of hours we were putting into them. I mean, we loved what we were doing, but it was just not sustainable business because we wanted to please them so much. We're going, going, going too above and beyond for them that we were actually negative like if, if they might as well we might as well be paying them so is it even worth it is it even worth putting up with all, all that nonsense if it's not even giving you profits in mental health or in money or in anything in life so and maybe you just need to be brave enough to put your foot down or, or say we will do this for you but you have to pay us 10 times more money and if they say no then it's not worth it's not worth it anyway that's what i would remember what if is like, I, th I think I think that's great if you if you have that control and I do and I think you do right now as well right you always had that yep. control for the last few years but I think that a lot of people are going to listen to this that don't have control right they could be managers they could be you know executives they could even be directors who don't have control over the budget right or over the over who gets to say yes or no to a client sometimes yep and same same thing like you, you ask yourself am I passionate enough about this job that I'm in? Do I believe in the values of this business that I'm in to put up with it? I mean, uh, Bob Iger from Disney CEO, I finished his biography. He's had a lot of managers who he didn't necessarily agree with, but he, he kind of pushed on. He pushed on, so he, he went through it. But in my case, I, I've had jobs where I didn't agree with management and I didn't believe in the company enough to stay on, so I left. 
it really depends on your values and if you think the time is worth it. So definitely I'd recommend reading Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. Um, worth Put it in the show. Yep, it will be in the show notes at businessoverdrinks.com, but definitely worth it if you're trying to move up the ladder in your company and you believe in the company, but you don't necessarily agree with your boss or your director or whoever it is you're reporting to. Yeah, no, that, that, that's good advice, man. That's good advice. Well, what would you I, say? Do you have anything to add? No, I don't, man. I, I don't. And it's not because um, I, I think I think we've covered quite a lot. I think we've covered yeah. the the important bits about what we want to do. And I think we want, while we wanted a lighthearted episode, we also wanted to add value based on our experiences as well, right? Because, yep. I mean, it's been, it's been, I think we've had quite a long journey, man, so far. Very long. Yeah, so, but, I mean, this is, kind of a, this is kind of a thing. But not that long if you think about it, man. Not that long. No, it's pretty long, man. It's pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Do you, want, do you want to lead us out, man? I think we've been doing this for, it's almost 30 minutes, right? Do you want to lead us out? Yeah, sure. So thanks for listening, everyone. If you have any comments or feedback, be as honest as possible. We're always here to deliver you guys something good. So please hit us up at hello at businessoverdrinks.com and check out our show notes for more information about who we are, how you can get in touch. And don't forget the competition. Um, Tony, do you want to talk about that again? Yeah, so anyway, as we mentioned at the start, right, we're giving away, uh, I'm giving away uh, three 30-minute uh, video consultations over Zoom about PR and content for your business. Uh, so you can, you, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're running PR, if you're running marketing for your company, if you're doing anything that you think would add value, uh, you can basically um, take part in this competition and we'll select three people for a one-on-one -on -one consultation. It's def even if you just want to make fun of Tone, I definitely recommend just signing up. For you. You're going to gain a lot of wisdom. This guy, he covers seven markets. He's doing some PR for my own book marketing. So definitely hook up, join. So yeah. comment, tag your friends, spread the word. We'd love to get in touch. Yeah, just go to go to businessoverdrinks.com and you'll see in the show notes all the things that you can do. And the uh, you'll also see the competition criteria as well cool thanks guys thanks everybody see you later bye